do we have to start? See, like, yeah. it's the starting part. Like, this is so much easier Maybe we shouldn't me. start, you know? What? Maybe, what like, we right, let's just we're not right starting. Okay. <laughs> hey, so, welcome to Breathe Upon Waking. My name is Jimmy Thorpe, and I'm excited today to be here at Revelstoke Coffee in Concord, New Hampshire, with Lindsay Cole and Alex Stoyle. Guys, thanks for having me. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for coming in. This yeah. is awesome. Your shop is really cool. So just looking around, and as I was walking around taking pictures, just noticing all the design and what the, the actual physical place is like. So what went into all that design? Oh, man. You, you, <laughs> you take it. You, you take it. it. Well, first off, I also just wanted to say that I'm excited. This is the first podcast that's ever been recorded at Revelstoke Coffee. Yeah, so congrat- con- cool. congrats, maybe? Is that, a little, totally. is that okay yeah, to say? I'm so happy. Congratulations. I say thank you. And thank you, and, and thank you yeah. because I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and it's certainly, um, this is what it's all about for us. Is mm-hmm. like, it's not the like serving coffee every day. It's like yeah. the, the extracurriculars that we can that come with it and, oh, and that. hosting things here and being a part of the community and um and yeah just being a part of something cool so thanks Very for cool. thanks for for sharing that with us awesome. um what went into it jeez yeah. you're really coming in with the hot the hot questions here jimmy <laughs> <laughs> where do you want us to start the bricks the wood the, the bricks floors, and the floors <laughs> I mean, there must be a lot of blood, sweat, and tears in here because what was this place before? Do you, do you know? I do. Yeah, I can. I mean, I can go deep on this too. <laughs> go so, deep. I think uh, one of my favorite facts about the space that we're in mm-hmm. is that it's it's the Eagle Hotel, which is on the National um, Registry of Historic Places. Oh, very nice. um, it was built in, I think, the 1860s, but before it was the Eagle Hotel, mm-hmm. it was actually a coffee shop. It was called Eagle Coffee House. Um, and it's where all the politicians and celebrities and, um, people of the time gathered to discuss ideas. Um, and it was the Eagle coffee house. It was very well known place, um, opposite the Capitol. Um, and it was named after the Eagle on top of the, the dome. Um, and then burned down, I, I always get the dates wrong, but then it was built as the Eagle Hotel. It went through a lot of different iterations of storefronts, hotel, ballrooms, all kinds of stuff. Um, and then before we moved in, it had become Starbellies for, I think, close to 30 years. It was a children's clothing store. Okay, um, yeah. And I it was, that. we still get so many people who come in every day <laughs> and say, Oh, I bought my daughter's clothes here. Like, oh, (laughs) like, oh, I grew up in these clothes, like star bellies. Um, So it's, you know, it's, it's cool that we got to take over such a institutional kind of space um, and make it our own. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, There's a lot of history here. Have that much more character. Which we didn't know about until we found the space. Yeah. We found the space first and then I started looking into it and like, my head almost exploded because I was like, yeah. what? Like, this was a coffee. Yeah. We almost. I love this more now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we almost n- named it Eagle Coffee House in, as a tribute. Yep. But we wanted to, just in case, we wanted to be able to travel with the name um, if we ever decided to open another location sure. in another city. Yeah. And we didn't think Eagle Coffee House would translate unless mm-hmm. it was, <laughs> if, if yeah. it was the Eagle Coffee yeah. House, you know. So. Kind of nails it down a little bit. Yeah. So what went into the actual, you know, transformation, I guess, of the place? Man. 
nine months of construction. Really? Yeah. Yep. Did I mean, you do when, a lot of it yourself? We did everything ourselves, yeah. Uh-huh. So um, when we came in, um, there was a drop ceiling in here mm-hmm. to cover up this air handler. Um, and it, it was so low that when you walked in the front door, you couldn't see the top of the arch, um, yep. which is kind of a main focal point of the space. Right. Um, That's pretty much all that is left. Yeah, the, the arch oh, is, wow. the, is the one thing standing that Good was... Good to keep. Thank you. It was, it's actually it, brick under there, so it oh, wasn't really? really a choice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But we're happy we kept it. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, and there was a nice green carpet when we came in, which that part we didn't do. The, the green carpet was pulled up, the floor was refinished, and we basically came in here with a new floor yeah. um, and a bunch of dirty walls and a drop ceiling. <laughs> and a, just a shell of a space. So we we gutted everything. One of the, my favorite parts is we were looking at the ceiling and we were designing with the drop ceiling as a part of the space. Mm-hmm. And Lindsay at one point was like, oh, what do you think's above the ceiling? Like, do you think there's something cool up there? <laughs> and I was like, I don't know, like probably not. Like they- There always is. And yeah. so, yeah. <laughs> uh, so there was a one point where She's like, oh, go up on the ladder and just see, like, peek, see if you can yeah. peek up in that little hole and see what's up there. Yeah. And I went up there and like turned my flashlight on, and I was like, oh, damn it! <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was like, oh, this is so yeah. cool, man. So, oh wow. So the next, like, it was the first day we signed yeah. our lease. We came in that night um, and tore down the ceiling. My buddy Dan Dunn, shout out Dan Dunn. Yeah, he's listening. <laughs> um, he helped me. He helped us tear down the ceiling, and then we had the whole thing sandblasted, all the bricks. Oh, really? um, yeah, because there was like you know there was a decades of just calcium and yeah. just build up on the bricks, and, and the wood was even dirtier. The wood was it didn't it did not look good. Okay. <laughs> yeah. um, and I went up there with a brush for about five minutes and was like, yeah, I'm not I'm not brushing <laughs> this by hand. So we we did have the whole thing sandblasted too. Nice. Um, it came out so nice. It's, yeah, it looks clean. And yeah, one thing about the entire place that I would kind of characterize it as is it, it's got a great like simplicity to it. Mm-hmm. With the concrete countertops and the minimal chairs and you know if this was my place I would have probably thought like how to do a bunch of different tables in here and I never would have thought to just do one run of these very simple tables and chairs. So yeah. how did you come up with that? <clears throat> It was pretty important to keep the space minimal. We wanted people to come in and kind of appreciate it for what it was. So it already has the brick. The ceiling is pretty cool. And just kind of like, I don't know. It, it's, it allows you to like you know, clear your mind. It's yeah. not, there's not a lot going on. So you yeah. can kind of just. There's a lot of open space yeah. in here. Yeah. yeah. Which yeah. to me, I would be like, well, there needs to be more tables and chairs, but there really doesn't. Yeah. 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 And a lot of people would say, a lot of like, especially restaurant tours and people in the industry come in and then they're like pulling their hair out because oh, they're really? like, they're like, you're losing dollars. Like there's yeah. no tables yeah. right. and they might be right. I mean, I, I right. don't, I don't know, but I think one thing that we really, there were two major things in mind and Lindsay, I'm just speaking like she, she designed this whole thing and these are conversations that I've heard her say and sure. now I'm regurgitating them. But, um, we wanted it's always easier to add things than to take them away. So like every like screw in here was thought of as like, how can we screw the least amount of screws? How can we, 
have the least amount of stuff on the bar? How can we have the least amount of things on the menu? Like we don't want to clutter. We just want a, like we want quality and simplicity. Um, that's that's it. Cool. And then the second part of it with like having the amount of tables we have and the layout mm-hmm. is we really wanted it to be a very intimate space. We wanted to facilitate intimate conversations. Mm-hmm. We wanted to make, we, we purposefully made the tables very narrow. Very so you're close mm-hmm. together. You can't even fit two laptops on one of these things. Yeah. Like yeah. this is a, if you're working by yourself, that's fine. Yeah. But if there's someone sitting across from you, let's have a conversation. Let's be oh, in a place where we are, you know, paying attention to what's right in front of us and not not the screen necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, which again is kind of counterintuitive to a lot of coffee shops because they, uh, it seems to be the place where everyone wants to be on their laptop right. and the headphones and locked in. Yeah. Um, but we kind we of kicking phone, it back to the, we have phone booths for that, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and kicking yeah. it back to the Eagle Coffee House days, it's like this was supposed to be a place where people met and discussed new ideas and debated and things got done um and so i think that's kind of sounds romantic and (laughs) and like a little much it's like all right come on dude it's it's coffee shop but (laughs) i i think there's real value there and there's value in tangible things that you know get lost a little bit more every day with so much digital stuff Mm -hmm. um yeah i'm thinking if you know you could have gone to lengths to create a lot of a lot more comfort and uh, like hidden areas or more opportunity to, to be on your own or to be with the technology. But maybe this open space and simplicity kind of allows like, and again, not to get too deep, but like individual expression or like, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, more opportunity to reach out to someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and or you're gonna meet someone new because you're sitting right next to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or like I've, I've heard, and I will not name names, but like we have heard people say, oh, we can't have that meeting at Revelstoke because we need to be secretive about it, right. which I get it. There are, there are confidential things that you need to have, but like, I don't know. I kind of like the idea that like, if you're sitting here, like people are gonna, people are gonna know, people mm-hmm. are gonna, there's no secrets to be kept here yeah. at Revelstoke. And it's, uh, although we do adhere to strict barista confidentiality, yes. if you tell us things, your secrets are safe. Really? <laughs> yeah, we no. try not to go blabbing. Really? Yeah. That's also good to know. Yeah. It's become a running joke. We, okay. we just, <laughs> with right. some I'm of our. About that. Yeah. yeah. Might have to come here more often. Yeah, there you go. But we did design it with the idea of um, creating a space where people could come to work. So mm-hmm. I work from a coffee shop often. Um, having my event planning business, I'm not usually. I, I work from home, but I don't always like to because you get yep. to see people. Um, so that's why we had the phone booths because it was kind of a spot where you yeah, could yeah. go, you could be on a conference call, you didn't have the music, the people, the machines, it was an easy spot to kind of get away. Yeah. But, um, but you didn't need to go sit in your car. Right. You know, yeah. you could, you Which could I did in the very often. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. a great idea. And you have three of them. And yeah. that's another thing. I'm like, wow, I'm surprised that they used all this space for three, you know, designated phone booths. But, you know, kudos to you guys for trying that. You know, I don't yeah. see anyone else doing that. Yeah, yeah. And people are using them. They are. People are using them, yeah. yeah. Some days more than others. On the weekends, they are kind of a waste of space. But we've even had on the weekends, some people will come in and just kind of sit in the phone. Like, one of them will sit in the phone booth, the other will kind of lean on the desk and oh, yeah. be half in yeah. there. And yeah. it's, a, it's a very intimate space at that point. Yeah. Um, but it's, uh, 
yeah, it's just, I don't know. We thought, try something new. And Very cool. Yeah, it was something that we had seen done in like shared workspaces yeah. and in offices. Oh, yeah. Um, but we've never seen it in a restaurant or a coffee shop, which is almost the most important place to have it sure. <laughs> for yeah. us, yeah. you know. And yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we took up a lot of space just to try it out. So It can kind of encourage people to have a little more respect with their phone, yeah. too, and not yeah. just sit here in front of someone. And that goes back to how close everything is to each other and how open the space is, that when you're on the phone, everyone can hear you. So yeah. you probably don't want them to, and they might not want to hear so what you have to say either. So if someone is like loud on the phone with you, you can just give them the, the nod. We don't do that. But <laughs> <laughs> just there are a lot of people who, who take it like that really? and yeah. have come in and been like, been like oh yeah you're putting all those cell phone talkers in their place and we were just and like oh damn like we didn't think of it like that yeah. at all like we no. just wanted it to be a nice option right. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah cool but cool. and the standing desks are pretty popular so Where you know well just oh. like yeah. there you can do that or even the phone booth is why we we don't oh, yeah, have yeah. any stools in there yeah, yeah. But maybe so yeah we might put stools in there we're not sure and you have this beautiful view of the state house. I mean, talk about location. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't get any better than this. Yeah. That was what really drove the decision to do it in the first place was we had we had toyed with a couple of business ideas and Lindsay and I since literally since the night we met, we were talking business. Like we always oh, thought yeah. we would go do something entrepreneurial together. So we've thought of a million ideas, but when this particular space opened up, we had kind of been passively looking at commercial spaces and mm-hmm. we always love the idea of having like a spot on main street for yeah. for any for anything it's just like yeah. cool to have like a spot to go on main street Definitely. an office or whatever um and then the spot opened up and we're like this is a coffee shop yeah. like this Dome. is like we could see the counter we could see like that yeah. stuff was already like from the moment we saw it especially Lindsay, she's a really design oriented person and she can like see how things are going to look before they're even there Mm -hmm. and from the moment we saw this place you were like i I know it i know it had been star bellies for so long and we just saw it and we thought this is probably the only chance that we'll get this space because if we put our name in now and hope for the best like someone else is going to do it and a lot of people did and um it also was like really helpful. We Dan. knew the yeah, we knew the <laughs> listing. Um, I was going to say, are, are a lot of people trying to get these places when they open up? Yeah, I think yeah. this one in particular because of the view. Yeah, but we just felt like it had to be a coffee shop, like yeah. a place where a lot of people could gather to enjoy the view. Yeah. versus an office where that's great, and I would love to have my office here too, but right. not as many people get to appreciate it yeah. or experience it. Yeah, so it was important to us to have it be something. For everybody, I guess. Yeah. And shout out Ben Kelly too. Yeah. Yeah. Because we knew we knew we knew Ben. He was the I don't he he was the representative who was listing the space. Yeah. Um. So we worked with him through through signing our lease and everything. And and he's he was a really good friend of ours. And we saw the we saw like call Ben Kelly at the what and we were just like oh my god it's Ben like yeah (laughs) so yeah he was a huge help. And that was in October of 2017, and so it took a little bit of time, but we signed the lease in March of 2018, and then we opened December 5th, 2018, so. And that was nine, that's nine months? Yeah. 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 
Wow. And the baby was one. Pretty, <laughs> pretty much. It feels <laughs> like it some days, I think. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I can imagine that it's a little scarier if the thing actually needs to eat. But in its own, <laughs> if, if it's in, in its own way, I mean, the business needs to eat, you know? Yeah. It's, it needs to be fed. And yeah. So. Well, as I came in here, you guys were, you know, still plugging away. And it was, you know, half hour after closing. And you kind of mentioned there's, there's always something to do type of thing. Is that... Um, is that true? And do you ever like catch up at the end of the day and you're done, or is there always? There's always something. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we we we're never like. I don't feel like too much stress over like. Oh my God! There's a million things to do because there just is. Mm-hmm. But like, I kind of healthy. we've kind of figured out that like, we're at a point now where, we're we're very good at procrastinating and like doing things right before they really need to get done (laughs) you know so so yeah yeah we're pretty good at that stuff and then yeah there's always something to do but we're good at shutting it off at some point just being like you know what we've done all the things that we need to do and then there's all the nice to have done things that we'll try to figure out tomorrow so um, but we never stop talking about it but we love it Right, so it doesn't feel yeah. like work. Yeah, that's um, good. Yeah. yeah, and we're closed on Sunday right now, which I don't want to give up. Um, eventually, yeah. we probably will. But even on <laughs> Sunday, we're going to Boston to do research, or we're talking about what we're doing next, and oh, it's nice. just a constant conversation. Yeah, it's pretty. But cool. we do it over like cards instead of like being in the shop. We'll, yeah. like, we'll go home, we'll yeah. have dinner, and then we'll just keep talking but about we it like while being we. Here. I do. I we invite friends here sometimes. Yeah. You know, yeah. just to hang out. Yeah, you can come sometime, sometime yeah. without the cameras and the microphone or whatever. Yeah. Any, anytime. <laughs> You're you welcome. Come, come hang out. That's very cool. Yeah, it's exciting <laughs> and, and good to hear that, you know, you have that passion with it. Um, what's in the name? Can we talk about the name a little bit? Lindsay can tell you all about the name. She loves telling this story, actually. Well, we were on a road trip. Um, <laughs> Actually, we when we first met, we went on a road trip about three weeks after we met um, from San Diego to Seattle. And Ten then, days in a car after knowing each other for three weeks. Wow. We knew That's that this was either going to end horribly <laughs> or beautifully. Yeah. yeah. Or not end, but it would continue beautifully or it would end horribly. Sure. That's yeah. what I should say. Yeah. So it went well. Um, and then the following year, we went from Seattle to Vancouver, and then the next year, Vancouver to Calgary. So on that trip, um, we stumbled upon Revelstoke. We mm-hmm. just we were in Vancouver, and one of the guys at the <laughs> fried chicken place suggested that we go in, to Revelstoke as our next stop. And so we oh, did, wow. and we stayed in an amazing inn that was new, and it had a similar aesthetic, not exactly, but it was... Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was it was like very um, it was like cabin chic or something. I don't know yeah. what you'd call but that, it was, but yeah. it was it was just it was so cool. That place was awesome, yeah. and the restaurant there was amazing. And, and it was inspired. Yeah, it just like, totally. it just felt like it was in the middle oh of gosh, nowhere. Is, we just <clears throat> Concord needs something like this, and I don't know if this is that, but I feel like it is. To me, it is. It's a little piece of it. Um, One of the things they had, like you're in this cool. A hotel with it was very minimal and yeah, there was some similarities in the design mm-hmm. um, but in the morning they had I think it was like Stumptown coffee and a French press in your room oh, really? and you could like grind it and like make oh, yourself wow. a little French press like and it was just like a 
it was like the, all these little things that were really well yeah. thought out that I think small things. we tried yeah. to try to do here too. Yeah. Oh, very cool. Um, yeah. So anyway, with that trip, um, we felt inspired. So we actually came back. We thought about doing a hotel. We thought of all these different ideas. Yep. Um, coffee shop was one of them. And then time passed. We, nothing had really come of that. And then this space became available. And that's yep. when we decided... Um, oh my gosh, we have to write a business plan and figure out how to do this. We went and bought an espresso machine and, and it all started there. But when we were thinking of names, um, we just had gone through a whole list of names that were related to coffee. And Buzz it, coffee. Yeah, and just like, you know, all of the Energy coffee, bulk coffee. And then, I don't know, I think I just one day said, what about Revelstoke? Because yeah. we had been so inspired by that place and then we were really like, it was you know, sticking, and then we realized that revel means to enjoy oneself, and stoke means to consume for energy, so we just, Perfect. as our yeah. website says, we like the way that those two fit together. Yeah, very nice. So yeah. It just, and it felt like a strong word that we could build a brand around. That yeah. yeah, no one knows what it means, unless you're a skier, because it's like a world skiing destination, yeah. oh, okay. but we don't even ski, so like a lot yeah. of the people who we come in here are like, summer. oh, bro, revel stoke, nice, <laughs> and we're like, nah, dude, like, well, <laughs> like, like that's good for you, like, yeah, but, but like, we don't we even don't know, know that. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Um, can you talk about, like, what you guys offer here, as far as coffee and food, you know, there, there isn't much, and like, you, you talked about with the, with the design, and you did mention the menu, how it's kind of minimalist, and mm -hmm. so what, what was the thinking going into that, and what do you guys offer? the same mantra it's always easier to add than to take away mm -hmm. um so we wanted to start with like just all of your classic espresso drinks um we've got espresso an americano a cortado which is a double shot of espresso with just a small amount of steamed milk for us it's two two ounces mm -hmm. um so you can think of that as like a short strong mini latte yeah um a cappuccino, which we had six ounces of milk to, and a latte, which we had ten ounces of milk to. Oh. So it's that's our espresso menu. It's literally a, all a double shot, and it's about how much milk or water we're adding. Okay. Um, we have a just a few different like flavors, which we make all here. Um, we've got a great mocha, which we use Vicuña chocolate for, which is from Peterborough, New Hampshire. Um, awesome stuff their, their chocolate is delicious and we shave that down to use as our chocolate um, for our mocha um, we've got a really simple like vanilla simple syrup we've got real maple syrup or real local honey um, local maple syrup or local honey that, really? that we used so all the stuff we're using as like additives it, we're not like doing those big pump syrup bottles yeah. with like you can design a million flavors with a million syrups it's like we really want, we know that our coffee can be the star of the show, but yeah. we also know that there's a lot of people who still like it, something that's a little sweeter, a little bit more approachable, something yeah. that's a little more like the coffees that other people serve. Sure. Um, so I think really the goal, like my goal would be to get everyone who walks through the door like, Oh, I gotta try this espresso. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, like yeah. this espresso—it's amazing. It's really good. And Union Coffee 
from Milford is our roaster. Okay, I was going to um, ask where you get the yeah. So, so they do the hard work with that. I mean, the, they, they have this espresso so dialed in. It's so delicious. Um, and we just got the right equipment so that we can be really consistent with it, mm -hmm. do it the same every time. Um, so that's kind of the espresso side. Mm -hmm. And then we just brew one house coffee, which is just a delicious everyday crushable drip. Very We're all drinking it right now. Very good. <laughs> Cheers. Um, and uh, and then a couple other just simple. We have like a great kombucha on tap. We do a nitro cold brew, which is really delicious. Um, we've got a couple like specialty lattes, which um, mostly just include the the ingredients I just listed. Yep. Our only alternative milk is oat milk. Okay. Um, we just. That actually was just kind of boring because we were, we bought like when we finally got all set up, we bought a bunch of alternative milks and we're like, all right, we're going to try, like, we're going to find one soy milk that we like and one almond milk and one oat milk and blah, blah, blah. Yep. And we were trying them all and we're like, these taste awful. And I, th we had like three days where we were all like, oh man, like, like I just wouldn't be proud to serve this like soy latte. Like yeah. it just doesn't taste good. And we realized, oh my God, we don't have to. Like we can, like oat milk checks all the boxes. It's vegan, oh, really? it's gluten-free. Mm -hmm. um, some people have like a problem, a sensitivity to oats, mm -hmm. but it's on, It's only been like, I'm sorry folks, but it's been like, it's been like, it's yeah. been like three or four people who have come in and are like, yeah. oh, I can't do oat milk. So yeah. I feel for those people, right. but it's, it's kind of our, philosophy to keep it simple yeah. keep it streamlined don't overwhelm people with options yeah. Yeah. Um, because we know that we're proud and the things that we're serving are going to be really good mm -hmm. you just you got to try them um, and we hope we think you'll love them yeah so when we first opened we didn't have any flavor shots oh um, really <laughs> partly <all>. just because <laughs> our menu was still evolving and we figured it was better to add than subtract as yeah. we're always saying um, and it was really interesting. I, I, I know why people want them. They're delicious and, mm -hmm. and I like them myself. Um, but we hadn't quite dialed in which ones we wanted to offer. And so a lot of people were trying the ice latte without the vanilla that they were used to. Mm -hmm. And we have vanilla now and they don't get the vanilla oh, wow. because they like it. Yeah. So it's, it's, yeah. it sort of, I, for lack of better words, forced people to try something yeah. new and, it was pretty cool and it's to a see nod that to your coffee roasters that yeah that, for sure the the core of your product is yeah. like really good it has yeah. a nice natural sweetness and nice yeah so and I've been I've been kind of nervous because I try to be conscious of what I you know what I consume what I eat um, but once in a while I will get you know I will go to Starbucks and get the the sweetener but and I almost asked one day can I look at your ingredients and then I'm like you know what I just know that it's a long list of bad so I'm, like, you know, <laughs> I'm not even gonna ask you just know. yeah but you so mean at Starbucks, really right? what's that you mean at, at Starbucks, Starbucks. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm really glad to hear that you guys have like really simple local yeah. sweeteners that makes like a huge difference yeah definitely yeah. yeah and the oat milk is probably the most complex thing on our menu and we're happy to show you the ingredients. And we're happy to show you the ingredients because we yeah. think it's pretty healthy still. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's supposed to be pretty good for you. So. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Um, so as far as like, you know, being an entrepreneur, you know, you mentioned that. And um, I, I assume you've both worked regular jobs before this. Can you talk about what it's been like as far as like running a business and, 
you know, having that responsibility to yourself as opposed to working the job? Um, for me, it's a little bit different um, because it's been almost seven years since I've been working for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the, the biggest difference for me is that I, as an event planner, as I already said, I'm working from wherever. So I'm traveling all over for all of the events and I don't have a home base necessarily because I'm not actually doing many of my events even in Concord. So I'm always on the road or just other places and I'm just myself. I don't have employees. So it's very different in the, in the way that we now have a brick and mortar and I'm here. And so I feel like I'm, I have a station kind of. Yeah, and, a little and, home base. Yeah, home base. <laughs> and, um, and it's cool to have employees to work with and yeah. to work with Alex. And I'm, I'm used to working alone So until I have the event. So it's pretty cool to have people to work with. <laughs> it's like really sure. exciting. And to, see, <laughs> and to talk to the people that I see versus working from a coffee shop and not really talking necessarily to the people yeah. who are also working from a coffee shop. Yeah. So for me, that's that's the difference, but mm-hmm. um, a little bit different than where you're coming from. Yeah, my my story was basically, you know, for the past, I don't know how long I worked at GYK, like for, for three or four years, well, since I met Lindsay, mm-hmm. I, I was working at this awesome marketing agency mm-hmm. um, in Manchester. It was such a cool place to work. It was a great environment, so many great perks of being there. Yeah. Um, but I kind of slowly got more and more jealous of Lindsay's entrepreneurial, no strings attached <laughs> lifestyle, yeah. which I, cl- I quickly have realized is a total myth. It's, an, it's, an <laughs> it's, it's, it's not as fun as the t- they make it seem. <laughs> but there are good oh, things. There are good fun. things about it. No, I'm having tons of fun. But it's it, like you said, having that responsibility to yourself oh, yeah. Yeah. is something that I just didn't. I. You know, knowing what I know now, I almost wonder if I'd do it again in a way. Yeah. I totally would because it's it's so fun and it's amazing being here. Yeah. But it's a, it's scarier than I had thought it would be. Yeah. You know, like yeah. when you yeah. start factoring in all the things that are kind of built in at a at a you know as you said normal job sure. and a nine to five yeah. where you. Especially if you got like kids and stuff, I don't know. I don't know how you'd do this. Like, right. I just don't even think yeah. I. Insurance it would be. It would taxes. be completely insane. Yeah. Like you yeah. and yeah, insurance is the biggest thing. It's like, oh my god, like yeah. health insurance for your family. Like that's priceless. Like right. that's crazy. Yeah. Um, I, well, it's not priceless, but it's expensive Fancy. as hell. <laughs> it's crazy. So there's all those things that I just kind of blindly was like, man, yeah, like, let's just do this. We're going to take the risk. The, yeah. I think I was saying to you earlier, Jimmy, like the ledge will never be lower for us <laughs> to jump off of. If we fall, we'll learn yeah. and we'll figure it out. You guys um, are young and it's a good time for it. Yeah. Yeah. But, but it's, it's a lot, it's scary. And it's, um, there's just a lot. Everyone says like, oh man, you're running your own business. It's a lot of work. But no one can tell you like how much it actually like you. I can, I've heard that a billion times. Like it's a lot of work running oh, your own like, business, yeah. and it, I just still it's like way more than I actually thought it would be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's like, one thing I, I appreciate about it though is that it's you know either working a job or being on your own is going to be 
a lot of stress involved in it. Yeah. But it's the stress that you choose. Like yes. You can Definitely. choose your own stress, kind of. For sure. Yeah. You identify with that. Yeah. 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 Oh, totally. Yeah. And there's, uh, it actually makes me, you know, there were times where I was thinking at my old job, like, man, I'd hate to get like stuck here and like doing this over and over again all the time. But, but it totally gives me a new respect for that too. It's like, man, yeah. you got, this is, this is, there's a lot that goes yeah. in a lot more than my, like, you know, early 20 year old brain could, could imagine when, you yeah. know, when I wasn't thinking about like, man, if you have a family that you need insurance for and you mm-hmm. need to somehow take care of your kids during the day while you or your partner, if you have one, makes money, <laughs> how, do you, how do you do that? Like, how do you do all that? I, I don't know. Um, so you get so. a good perspective from doing it. That's good. Totally. Yeah. Learned a lot in the process. Learned a, learned a lot. Is there any more self-discovery stuff that you guys have gone through starting this business? Yes. Um, (laughs) It's it's a tough question to answer. Well, my biggest thing, and this sounds sounds really silly. I still haven't really figured out how to articulate it. But it's something we talk about all the time. I I knew that it would be um, something new coming to work in a coffee shop. And I knew that it would be, I'd get to see Lindsay more um, because we'd be spending days together and and we'd be working together. But I just, I didn't, (laughs) it sounds so stupid. I didn't like realize that it would be like fun. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? It's so fun working together. Like we actually have a blast. And in a way that when I was working in Manchester, Mm -hmm. I would come home and Lindsay would say like, "Oh, what happened today?" And I'd be like, "I don't. I just don't want to talk about it. Right, like, right, I, right. like, what am I going to tell you about it? Like, all the inside jokes that I have with my coworkers and how, <laughs> yeah. like, there's just nothing to talk about. Like, it was a day, and let's just do our thing now. Right. But now, it's fun to talk about the day because oh, we cool. we were in the same place. We kind of saw what happened during the day, yeah. but now we could just talk about the day <laughs> all all the time, and it's you it's really fun. Very, yeah. 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 But we also have very different days, even though we're working side by side. Mm-hmm. We, it's just there are so many stories that like yeah, you just miss little yeah. pieces of things oh, really? that happen, so, and yeah. and we just have so many, uh, like already we've only been open four months, but we have so many just amazing friends from this and oh, wow. people who come in all the time, customers, but who I truly consider to be friends and who yeah. we. We come home with story. They've told us a story, and we want to say, "Oh, you'll never believe what so and so told me today." Like you'll never believe what they used to do, or what yeah. they're doing, or um, or or we've already had people who are like who are moving away or leaving, and it's already like that we miss already. Oh my god! Oh, really? Like like it's all, I've <laughs> only known you for a few months, but like yeah. like you're going like yeah. come on. <laughs> yeah. So it's you know that's, that's good to hear. That's yeah. a that's a weird part of it, I guess. But the self discovery thing, I, yeah, it's a great question. The thing that I that I've been discovering about both of us is just like, like I I don't I don't really I again I don't yeah. I, this sounds kind of conceited or something, and I really I don't mean this to be like we're amazing. Look like what we did, but yeah. like. I still can't even believe that we did this sometimes. And it's yeah. been like a real, like, 
like confidence booster to like see what we put together here yeah. and see what we were able to build together and Lindsay designed every inch of this place and my dad and I and my grandfather came in. We had so many people who came in and pitched in to help build help build it and teach me how to build stuff. And uh, But I look at it all and I'm like, damn, like we did this. Like yeah. this, that is, that's kind of a cool self-discovery. Like I'm, well, now you can, I feel I mean, like more like I can be self-sustaining and like yeah. I can like do things, you know, like yeah. I can fix, I go home now and I'm like, oh, I can fix that or I can like right. do light plumbing or do like, there's just a lot of stuff you kind of learn along the way. And, yeah, there's something to be said for like having continuous goals and wanting to continue to make progress mm -hmm. and keep pushing forward. But sometimes, and this is part of being entrepreneurial, I think. I think it's beneficial to like stop and say, Hey, like, look at, look what I've done to this point. It's, you know, it's gratitude, whatever you may mm -hmm. call it, but you, you have to stop and, and, and look at what you've accomplished up to this point and, mm. and try to appreciate it, yeah. try to reflect on it. Yeah. yeah. It's okay to be proud. I mean, it's important. Oh, absolutely. To, yeah. yeah. And I think I'm so impressed by the fact that you were able to build all of this. I mean, we have a bathroom because yeah. you and your dad. <laughs> built a bathroom like, yeah. wow yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just that alone is huge and then that bar is so beautiful mm -hmm. um i remember when i thought of the idea to have a diagonal tile oh, really? to match the floor and the floors on the diagonal yeah and i told alex <laughs> and his dad about oh, this idea and they were both just like you have to make cuts on the yeah, 45 yeah, degree yeah. angles now <laughs> for every for, tile yeah for so, every damn yeah, tile yeah. thank you so much what a difference it makes yeah i think in my dad was probably the one even more than me who who saw this from the beginning and he has I'm somewhere in between Lindsay and my dad. Like my dad is very like, he's structural and he builds things that work. And he, there's an artistry to what he does, but he doesn't see it as art at all. Like yep. it's just functional, like right. engineering. Sure. And Lindsay is totally just like, how can we make this look the coolest? Yep. And I was somewhere in between where I was like, I get what Lindsay's saying. And I think that we need to make this look cool. Yeah. But my dad is on the other side, like, why does this, why are we doing this? Like, but in the, idea, in the end, yeah. he saw this and he was like, damn, oh, you really? guys yeah. were That's right. He, yeah. And, he, and That's it, it is the best <laughs> to see him come in here is actually one of the coolest things. Yeah. Cause oh, he was in here with me a lot, a lot. Yeah. and we were just, yeah. Yeah, that's that's like the cool. That was the coolest. We call it like the the ultimate Pinewood Derby car. You know, it's like oh yeah, dad and me. He's <laughs> he taught me how to do a lot more than just hammer the wheels on this sure. time. But it was, you know, this big project that you know he was just just amazing and yeah. couldn't could not have done okay. it any any couldn't have even started it without him. He was like built into the business plan too before. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, oh, yeah. we were like, we're like, all right, we're going to start a coffee shop and we're going to try to do most of the construction myself. And I really hope my dad can help because yeah. I don't know what we're going to do. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out dad. Yeah. We're getting a lot of shout outs. Biggest shout out probably to dad. So. Yeah. So I was recently at uh, Lucky's Barbershop, and, and that's another guy that I've interviewed on the podcast, Josh yeah. Brady, really good. I got scared when I saw the length of his interview. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good conversation. A couple hours. It was like the first one, and I saw it, and I was like, oh, 
oh damn, his interviews are two and a half hours long. <laughs> All right. But I'm liking this, Jim. I mean, we yeah. could go. I mean, we'll we keep going. Go. If people There's are interested, here, I don't know. So. There's coffee. There's yeah. tons of coffee. <laughs> but what I love about Lucky's Barbershop, and, you know, a lot of barbershops can do this, is it's like the hub of a community. And, yeah. the, you know, it's not gossip, but it's guys are coming there and just talking about their lives. And, yeah. But I could totally see this as a space for that, a coffee shop being like a hub and... And, and you have the state house there and a lot of employees and, and entrepreneurs around here coming mm-hmm. in to get mm-hmm. their coffee. You guys said you hear there are a lot of good stories like going on in here. I mean, what is it like being a hub and having people coming and going and being central to the community? It's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. so damn cool, man. It's, really it's cool. like that was the craziest thing when the second day we were open, uh-huh. someone came in. And I think said to me, or I overheard them say like, oh, I, I just scheduled a meeting here at Revelstoke. And oh, I was really? just like, whoa, like people are having <laughs> meetings here. Yeah. Like people, like well, people, I don't know us. why I didn't I think mean, about that, but I don't know. It's just, we, oh, that's a good point. you know, like it's something, this brand is, we created it, but it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, bigger than us. It, yeah. it, it exists on its own. Mm. It really doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, already it feels that way. Yeah, I've had someone the other day said that we were a conquered staple, and I was really? like, "We've been open for four months. Like, how, how are we a conquered staple? I don't know about it's that, but be a minimal. Yeah, time opening for that. Yeah, right, right. yeah. But um, but yeah, it, it's crazy, and and we see, you know, Lindsay and I were not we're not big like I don't like know who people are really like unless. I don't even know you how, mean, like, just anyone, like, I, like, and there are people who come, who come in here, like, important yeah. people yeah. <laughs> who, who, like, will come in and, and I'll just be like, hey, Bill, or whatever, like, and right. just be talking to him, because that's all I know, that's Bill, like, yeah. that's Bill, and then one day <laughs> someone will be like, hey, do you know, do you know yeah. who Bill is, and I'll be like, oh, I, I know, I know he likes a Americano with a whatever, <laughs> and... And then we'll find out, like, oh, that's pretty cool. Like, we're just... But I like that. I don't want to know who people are either. I just want this to be a place where, like... Like, we've had a couple presidential candidates come in. And our whole, like, strategy when that happens is, like, we're just serving coffee. Like, we are not... If someone wants to shake our hand and introduce themselves, that's great. But there's nothing that changes in here, Mm. no matter who walks in the door. Like, we're serving our coffee. You come near the register order your coffee Uh, there's nothing that changes you know and we'll talk to you just like we'll talk to anyone like it's not it doesn't matter to me if it's a presidential candidate or some guy walking down just any anyone like it's just uh, and that's something that i kind of pride us on is i I really felt that actually because it it, you know that understated kind of modest feel almost and the first time I came in here, I was kind of wondering, you know, what, because I do pay attention to brand a lot, mm-hmm. and and there's really something to be said for that, and it's really like what the customer feels when they're in here, or even when they leave and they're talking to their friends, and, mm-hmm. and you know, I kind of thought about, you know, what's it going to be when I walk in here, you know, and, and there are a lot of things that can dictate that, like yeah. your employees, and mm-hmm. how you guys, you know, even look at who walks in here, and, mm-hmm. But the, overall, the experience was like so positive. So thanks, oh, man. Thank That's you. awesome. Say yeah. you know, the brand is strong and, 
and positive and and that could be conscious choices that you guys yeah. have made but also just your personalities or you know the subconscious too thank you yeah, that's awesome well, that's that's partly why we actually the way that we laid out our bar um was with that in mind that we wanted everyone who came through the door to be acknowledged. Oh, really? So it just it was really important to us that they didn't get down to the register before they heard from one of us. Yeah. So the barista is facing out, and that's on purpose so that they oh, wow. they can see who's coming in the door so that they say hello to them. Yeah. Um, and then if someone comes through the back door, then obviously the register is right there. But there's okay. always someone acknowledging them when they arrive and when they leave mm -hmm. and we all miss a few people here and there but it's it's pretty important to us that mm -hmm. people are seen and yeah appreciated because we appreciate them yeah. like yeah. everyone who comes literally just them. walking in the door like it, we have a lot of people who just come in and say oh i'm just i just wanted to check it out yeah. and it's like that's appreciated like come in see what we're about because like we know that like I said, we're serving a quality product. We've got that mm -hmm. checked, and we're we're proud of it, and we think it's really good. Mm -hmm. And besides that, it's just like treating people like you would want to be treated. And there's nothing worse than when you go into a place and they make you feel like you're not like you you're not there. Like if they just don't acknowledge yeah. you, it's that just like, it's like why would I be here spending you know, my like, money yeah. on yeah. this? Like and to not even. Thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or the yeah. other, maybe even worse than being ignored, is so many like younger coffee shops just get such a bad rep for making people feel stupid and like they don't like like most people just want a coffee like they don't right. care where the beans came from <laughs> or the farmer's name or the varietal or any of this. So but like if they do, we could if tell they them do, we can that. talk about it. Yeah. But we don't want to like force that upon anyone or make yeah, them feel yeah, yeah. like they're dumb for not caring sure. or like, uh, like it's coffee is a complicated thing and you can nerd out about it. Yeah. But as a sh as a shop, we didn't we don't want to pretend like like you need to care. like yeah, it just that just is terrible. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I just don't think we would survive and or not we wouldn't survive in a way that I would want to survive. Like if our only customers were people who were coming in for the first time and we were driving them away right or people who just the only people who just like cared and like loved pour over coffee and like to talk about varietals right. and roasts yeah. and stuff it's like that's the boring stuff you know that's the nerdy yeah. like technical stuff for us it's about friends and relationships and yeah being a part of the community and building so. relationships with other coffee shops and roasters so mm -hmm. we work with Union exclusively for our espresso, our decaf, and our drip. Mm -hmm. But we have a guest roast program, which I think is worth noting, mm -hmm. um, because it was something that was part of our plan from the start, was that we wanted to work with someone who is local. Obviously, we actually, Union was just the only person that we even considered for that, actually. It was yeah. just like perfect timing. They're great guys, and um, we were actually friends with them through Iron and Air, which I know you know okay, the guys yeah, at Iron yeah. and Air, but nice. yeah, yeah. Um, and so we were going to work with them as local. They're roasting, they're delivering within that, like within days of the roast. Yeah. Um, so that was obvious, but then we thought that it would be cool to bring, I don't know, 49th Parallel is an example. It's um, a place in Vancouver, a roaster in Vancouver. <laughs> 
and they actually reached out to us, but we love Vancouver, we like to travel, oh, yeah. and um, so we will feature them coming up in a couple weeks. Um, oh, cool. Yeah. For pour-overs. Yeah, we, we always just do pour-overs with the guest roasts. Can you tell them what a pour-over is? Just for yeah, <laughs> so it's, it's basically a method of brewing where you're just brewing one cup of coffee at a time, or two in a Chemex. Okay. Um, and so it's the same thing that happens inside of a coffee machine. It's ground beans, mm-hmm. um, and water is poured over those grounds mm-hmm. and run through a filter to make coffee. Uh, but the difference with the pour over is we're basically doing it manually. So there's a bit of a process and uh, like a kind of a, it's more like a, a, hand, a show to it. Approach. Yeah, yeah. But also we're able to control how much water we're adding and how quickly we're adding it. Oh, yeah. um, so in theory, um, we're able to dial in each coffee to brew the perfect cup of coffee. Oh, nice. Um, Sounds and like it's, a lot of pressure. <laughs> it kind of was the first the yeah. first yeah. few you do and and everyone who's new we have a lot of regulars who come in and get pour overs uh, and with them it's just like yeah yeah dude because right. we're good at it like we can do that all day long but when someone new comes in and you yeah. can always tell at the register or by what they say to you you could tell like if they are knowledgeable like if yeah. they if they know a lot about coffee or yeah. or if they you know and, then and they're peeking around the same They're, they're like, oh, they're yeah. looking yeah, to they see like your to technique. We and, do it right there in yeah. the bar so you can watch. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. there's no hiding. And that's, <laughs> the, that's the whole thing, we too, though. Yeah, that. it's yeah. all, like, right out there in the open. And yeah. um, and we're honest. Like, some guy came in today and was asking about varietals of our espresso beans. And I was like, I can be honest with you. I, know, I don't even, I don't know. I can find that out. I'll find that out tomorrow when I talk to Union, our roaster. Yeah. yeah. Um, but every day we're getting questions that we don't know the answers to yeah and we're we're honest and we know there's really not much to hide here yeah um getting off track pour over yeah one cup at a time guest roast guest roast now what is your go-to for yourself if you if you want you know it's afternoons maybe it's like winter time (laughs) and it's cold what are you going to make for yourself pour over yeah yeah. On Sunday morning, I'm making a pour over. Yeah. We we are making a pour over on Black. Sunday morning. Or how you, I know you're, yeah. you're no, no. delving into sweeteners the, and. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what would you put in there? Nothing for the Nothing. pour over. Yeah. Nothing. For sure. Yeah. Is that the way to go? Well, and we usually have found, you know, there's uh, with a lot of the beans that we're using for pour overs, both here and at home, we're like trying a single origin rarer smaller lot coffee yeah. um, that you really you could really taste the difference when oh, you're really? drinking yeah. like a naturally Amazing. processed ethiopian versus uh yeah. washed guatemala and like you're gonna big time taste the differences mm-hmm. um and when you drink it black you can just really start to dial that in and everyone tastes it a little differently too so there's a fun like conversational element of like well, what do you taste and Lindsay's right. really good at being like Ooh, this tastes like apricot and cinnamon. Oh, wow. And I'm really good at being like, yeah, I like it. <laughs> this is good. Yeah, this is good. Or like, yeah. like no. that's like I'm we'll my coffee it. philosophy is pretty laid back. Yeah. Um, so. But you get better at that as you go. Like, I don't know do if I will. I don't know if I will. But you're really good at it. Like you can call those flavor notes. I like peek at the flavor notes and be like, yeah, this one's totally uh, <laughs> jammy, jammy, and earthy, and uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, are there any other coffee shops maybe in New Hampshire or like the Boston area that you guys really respect what they're doing? And you, you 
like yeah one of our one of um like our biggest inspirations for opening a shop in this location beautiful downtown bustling concord um, is actually wayfarer up in laconia um, they roast their own coffee it's an awesome space they're downtown laconia which is much sleepier than concord um, but they just do such a good job and the place is always lively it's busy they've got a great menu um, and we just we love those guys. We were, we would go all the time in the summer when we'd be up at the lake, or oh, just yeah. mm-hmm. we'd drive there from Concord even just because we liked it. Yeah. And then it got to a point though where we we're like, all right, if they can do this in Laconia, like, why can't we do this here? <laughs> yeah. Also, I mean, unions. That's not a knock to like. That's not like. Laconia. No, it's not a knock on Laconia, but it's just a fact. I mean, like Concord is a big yeah. city yeah, compared to Laconia. The, yeah, there's not a whole yeah. lot going on in Laconia. Right. Um, where every day, you know, we've got like the state house in session, like right across the road. Like we yeah. should be able to, yeah. to do something yeah. similar. Foot traffic. Yeah. Other, otherwise, but like we love Union, we love Flight in New Hampshire. Where's Flight? Dover. Oh, Their okay. cafes in Dover, but they roast in Bedford. Oh. Um, and amazing roaster, like really, really great coffee. Some of the first coffees that I think both of us had ever tried that opened our eyes to like specialty coffee and we're like whoa like this this is coffee like Mm -hmm. this is this is different yeah so flight's awesome um we love d squared out in exeter um who are we missing it's a lot of good spots to check out yeah yeah Yeah. there's just so many there's so many cool places in new hampshire a oh a and e out in amherst um they've got a cafe in manchester too it's awesome Um, and then there's a lot of other places like we've been getting to know the guys down at um, Boards and Brews in Manchester and they've got like a really great coffee program there so they're they're even places that aren't coffee shops that are kind of still valuing like having a good coffee program and and serving quality coffee which is awesome because I I just I'm kind of the rising tide raises all ships guy Mm -hmm. where it's not I don't look at it like oh man they're serving coffee like right we're gonna lose out it's like no the more people that learn about delicious specialty coffee yeah the better you know because they'll end up in concord and they'll want a cup of coffee and they'll they'll find us like it'll yeah. be okay <laughs> yeah like they're not really competing or, or taking away from someone else you're gonna yeah i think there's Enjoying. enough out there for yeah yeah for all for sure yeah are you guys i know you like to travel are you guys looking to travel anywhere soon or you kind of? I wish. Yeah, <laughs> we just started this. Kinda... Yeah. Yeah. Um, probably not for a little while, but. Yeah. Good to stay close to home with us now. Yeah, we might go yeah. to. Um, um, Samberton this weekend. That'll <laughs> yeah. be exciting. Yeah. yeah. Up next to Tilton. Yeah. Maybe Meredith. Maybe even Meredith. I don't yeah. know if we'll have time, but. We'll no, see. but I think in the summer on Sundays we'll try to head to the lake. So it's not far, but it, it feels like you're away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there's that. Yeah, and we will. I mean, that's like such a big. That's kind of part of why we did the guest roast program too. It's like a big part of our brand is wrapped up in travel. Yeah. Like our, yeah, logo, our, logo. our logo is the lines on a road. It's a passing lane. Um, that. Yeah, so it's yeah. really simple. It's more. It's like obvious. the final yeah. ones on no, the road. I can see it now that you but, said that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's it was kind of from the beginning a nod to just travel adventure, um, and put and make it a pass too. There's a pa- It's a passing lane, so it's like getting your foot on the gas, yeah. you know. Right. But Open road. 
yeah. yeah the the guest roast program was kind of an opportunity for us to or a, a dream to like travel without traveling you know yeah. like yeah that was sneaky yeah you like can't definitely trip. yeah, yeah or, no, or just like bringing like hopefully we'll have barista parlor from nashville we keep going back to that and we need to yeah. we need to get on that but um we loved that shop in nashville and it was oh, yeah. one spot that definitely inspired us to do this yeah um and so how cool would it be to if you right aren't in Nashville, but you're in New Hampshire, you can still kind of yeah. taste what Nashville has to offer. Yeah. Um, so that was definitely where we came up with that idea. Yeah. And That's a great idea. Yeah. yeah. And there's just so many, like, I don't know, if you're looking for, like, the best coffee in the world, mm-hmm. like, I just don't even think it really exists. Like, there's just so <laughs> much, like, really good coffee out there. Like, yeah. there's so much great, great, great coffee. Mm-hmm. And... I just love trying new ones and seeing new packaging and there's like, and building these friendships and relationships. Yeah. Like the last guest roaster that we're just kind of finishing up their stuff right now is in Valparaiso, Indiana. Oh, and wow. it's a friend of Stacy's, our, one of our baristas yep. who started that roastery um, and kind of kicked off the guest roast program because we had this, like we met him through Stacy. Mm-hmm. We were just like, hey, we're thinking about doing this. And he's like, yeah, let's let's try uh-huh. it out. So he just started shipping us every couple of weeks. They'd ship us some new kinds of coffee. We do pour overs and sell sell whole bean. Oh, wow. um, and so it started pretty quick, but it it's cool. Like we get to know this guy in Indiana right. and, yeah. and call him up and say, what are you excited about? What are you roasting? And mm-hmm. and. I don't so know, just like kind of building that. Yeah. And it's a good way to kind of give back and yeah. build our network. Full circle. Yeah. Yeah. And we just, lo- we just love making friends. We love meeting people. So, yeah. 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 Well, it's been great to get to know you guys. As we're wrapping up here, can you talk about like your hours when you're open and uh, any other ways that people can find you, maybe online or. <clears throat> When are you open? We are are open seven to three, Monday through Saturday. Um, And Monday through Saturday right now, seven to three, again, better to add than subtract. So our hope is to add. Yeah, love that philosophy. Yes. And um, you can follow us at RVLSTK. Um, Revel Stoke without the vowels, which do you want to say what that means? Because you like to say doing this. doing this to a word R V L S T K no vowels. Can yeah. you guess? Can you guess what that's called? <laughs> You're gonna be mad that you didn't guess it when I tell you. No, you're really close yeah, actually. No it's called disembowelment, oh, which wow, is the best. Cool. It's such a good word. Yeah, it's my favorite. Word. Yeah, disembowelment. And I'm an English so. major, so yeah. I should have. Wow. Yeah. And so it's the minimalist. It also comes back to your design yes. and philosophy. Yeah. Better to end. And the budget yeah. too. We just couldn't. We couldn't afford the vowels. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was that too was much. Too so. Yeah. Double stroke, especially. That's yeah, that's true. So seven to three. I mean, what like you guys must have thought about that. Like the people want to want to come in in the late afternoon, but yeah, no, just not and, ready and to do I, that yet. Yeah, or I love to have ever. a coffee at three. Um, yeah. But yeah, it just we kind of wanted to. I don't know. We wanted we we knew that the most important time to be open is seven, eight, nine, sure. ten a.m. Yeah. And we wanted to try to touch that afternoon coffee drinker. Yeah. Um, but it's not lost on us. Like we need we need to be open later. Mm-hmm. We and I th- I think that if all goes according to plan, we will be. Mm-hmm. Um, but always easier to add than to subtract. And for us, it's about like getting a a really 
just making sure that everything is perfect. I think it's it, that's another challenge of, I would assume all entrepreneurs is like, you, you're gonna reach this point where you've got to decide like, do I keep doing this myself mm -hmm. or do I let go a little bit and trust right. my team, trust other people around me yeah. to, to get all of this done. Sure. Um, and it's, I think we'll kind of figure out when that point is and, and you know, we've got such a great team too, who yeah, we yeah. work with, Stacy, Alicia, Freddie. Um, they're awesome. Yeah. Um, and, and I, I could, I could definitely see a path in which we, we grow, grow with them, but we want right. them, we, I don't know, we talk to them all the time too. And it's like, we just want them to be happy too. Mm -hmm. Um, and we want them to be successful and realize their dreams too. It's not if they want to be the if they want to be competing in the World Barista Championship. Like <laughs> let's figure out how to get them there. Yeah. Um, but if they have other dreams and and needs, and it doesn't include always being a Revelstoke barista or working here, like that's right. what trying gonna, to get close yeah, to I'm me. Trying to, oh, trying the, to sun, block the, the sun. The sun's <laughs> really coming. But oh, right yeah, here. All right. That's great. <laughs> um, well, yeah, you guys are definitely man, striking you just, a good balance. So. I just answer all these. I really try to go deep on all these questions, man. <laughs> that's, I'm what sorry. that's what I like. I'm sorry. I just, <laughs> so, you ask me, like, what my favorite color is, and I'm here talking about I told you. my favorite taste, you taste and I like smells, going you know? Deep, so so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Final words? Oh, man. Um, Seven to I, three, Monday through Saturday. RVLSTK, Revelstoke Coffee. Yep. Yeah. Um, Come in and give a taste. Yeah. Just highly recommend it. Just for yourself. Thank you. What you think. Thank you, Jimmy. This yeah. is awesome. Thank you so much. And if anyone from Concord or anyone who has visited us is listening, uh -huh. just thank you. Thank you all so much. Like it, yeah. it really is for as I hope not too, but as conceited as listening. <laughs> like my, I, I hope we didn't. We don't sound like like oh we're so great here right um but it's really humbling and it's not lost on us just like how amazing the community here is and just how like it's not even like you could you can't do it without them it's just mm -hmm. like it it literally it doesn't just exist. doesn't exist without yeah. everyone who's coming in to support us and everyone mm -hmm. who's telling their friends about it and everyone who's just even coming in like i said just to take a peek doesn't yeah. even want anything to drink like yeah. it none of it exists without all of you so thank you and like you guys are just amazing and we're humbled and excited and just blown away by the reception so far and it's only been four months so we're we're excited for the future very nice said man thank you well so come in and get a cup say hello online and uh until next time, the next time you wake up, don't forget to breathe.